to Chiara Prada, the podcast. This is the space for ambitious women that are spiritual, on a bigger mission. They want to get their voice out there into the world with purpose, making a whole lot of money while doing so and leading a business that not only nourishes your soul, but your bank account alike. I'm so excited to have you on here today. Welcome and have so much fun diving into these interesting guests, conversations that we are having, activating your next level of expansion in your mind, being and business. So let's go. Hello, hello, my love, and welcome to the Empowered You podcast. I am so beyond excited to welcome you here today because I have two first times um, of recording today. So one is that we finally moved into our new home, and this is the first time recording in this new space, which just feels so expansive to me. I'm planning on recording an entire episode on really the last two years because they have been crazy, not in a good sense. Well, always like in everything that we struggle with, there is always so much good in it. They have prepared me to be at this spot where I'm today, but it has just been a lot of challenges for me and a lot of not having a home. And this means so much for me right now to finally being able to settle in this beautiful home, which has a lot of space and it just really feels so expansive on all levels. I just feel like I can finally like broaden myself up, open myself up and expand my being. And there's so much inspiration and creativity, so much magic flowing in. And I'm so excited to be able to share this with you now from this new spot of being empowered in a whole new way. So this is one of the first times. And another first time is me using my new microphone, which has been sitting on my shelf for quite some time. And I'm using it now. I still don't know if the uh, settings are completely fine. And there's also some rain happening right now. So if you have some noise in the background, excuse me, I will find my way through for the next time for sure. But I got super excited to share this episode with you today um, because it's something that really has um, really has influenced me in the last couple of weeks and has been really a big topic for myself and I see that also it is for my community for you and that is being an authentic leader to your community and as you can see it says be an authentic leader and not becoming an authentic leader and I want to dive into why that is in a little bit. But just to give you a heads up, what I want to talk about in this episode is the difference between being a leader and being an authority. Um, I also want to share with you the, the fundamental traits that a leader 
needs to develop and work on. And then also what, why I chose to call the episode how to be a leader and not become a leader. But we first, before we start with the, the whole topic of how you can be this leader, I really want to check in with you what the difference is between being an authority and being a leader because this has been mind-blowing for me when I first thought about it and it really opened up so much for me because when I first started out, you might have, you might know that I was like, I want to teach yoga to the world, right? And then I started to design my website. I really fell in love with this whole techie part and I saw that I'm really good at it. I rebranded my, myself. I don't know how many times within a few weeks. And every time it was a really beautiful branding. So I recognized that this whole brand identity is something that comes really easy to me and that I would love other women to support in as well. And this is how I really pivoted into becoming a business coach. But at first I was like, man, like I don't have any clients yet. How am I going to show up as a leader in the business coaching world? And I'm so thankful for my own business coach at the time who really helped me to work through these limiting beliefs. And it has a lot to do with being a leader versus being an authority. And Something that I picked up from Pia from Curate Welco is what I want to share with you first. And that is as, as an authority, you build authority through your social proof, through the certificates, through your experiences, through the things that you can show that you have achieved. So authority is really built by your history, by your past. Versus being a leader is about that vision that you carry and about guiding your people, your community towards this vision. So being a leader is much more future paced. You can be a leader without having the, all the proof that you need to have as an authority. And this is really something I want you to kind of like think about, have it stuck, stuck with you. And really allow this idea to, to settle down within you because if you're struggling with showing up and really being a hundred percent confident in what you are offering and about being this inspiring leader in your movement, then this is an idea which will really, really change the way that you think about it and that you show up. Because as a leader, your history basically does not matter. It's about the presence, how you show up right now it's an energy and it is about how you are guiding your people towards your future goal your vision that you have and that being said as a leader like you can decide right now to become a leader in a movement it is your movement it is your vision and the people that resonate with that vision that resonate with your work they don't care if you have two certifications or none they care about your energy right now they want to be in your field in your space because you inspire them not your certificates and they want to reach that same vision as you in some way or another. 
So being a leader is really about showing up in a certain attitude towards your goal, towards your community, and towards yourself. And this is where I really want to mention some of the key traits that that make up an authentic leader. And for me, authenticity is something that is so important because I just like, we all feel when someone is not being authentic. We all feel that. And it always feels sketchy. Maybe this person is not sketchy, but this person is just not confident. So let's say Susie is a health coach and she wants to be the leader in her field. And she's just being super confident. And this is why she shows up in kind of a tensed way. Now, what you're sensing of Susie is that there's something off. There's just something off because she's not being confidential. She tries to, to act it out in another way. But you don't know that she's not confident because she plays over it. But you sense that something's sketchy with her. So you won't trust Susie as your health leader. Okay, I don't want you to be Susie. Now, if your name is Susie, I'm sorry here. It's just the first name that came up to my hand, to my, to my mind. And this is like, what I want to say with this is that people have bullshit sensors. We recognize when someone is not being authentic and on the subconscious level, what really happens is that our subconscious says like, uh, like she's not being honest. We can't trust her. So your subconscious won't be following this person along. You don't want to be this person. You want to give the subconscious mind of your community the feeling of trustworthiness, that you are trustworthy, that you are authentic, that people can trust you with their problems. And you do that by being authentic. And if that means being vulnerable, not being perfect, then you need to start learning that. And this has really been a big learning curve for myself that I did not, I don't need to be perfect in order to show up. And now you will see, like sometimes in the reels that I record, I will misspell something. I will, I don't know, like I won't pronounce something the right way or something like that. And I choose not to re-record it because it is just me. It's just authentic. And I want to show up in an authentic way. So when I first started out, I was like, okay, how do I want to show up? Like I, I planned this all out strategically of this person that I want to be when I show up. And now one day you will see me like up with my energy and like more dancey. And the other day you will see me more serious, more calm. And I decided that this is fine because this is me. I have various days where I'm totally up and then other days where I'm more mellow and it's just still the same me. It's just different energies of me, just different, just different expressions of my being. And I decided that all of this is okay. All of me is okay to show up because this is showing you that I'm being authentic. And really big, big leap here also has been when I first started sharing about my story, about my challenges. Because when you start sharing about your challenges and you stop being that per perfect person, 
then people can finally relate to you. They see that you are struggling and this is what makes them see that you can help them with their struggles, with their problems. So really becoming vulnerable is a big, big strength. Now I want to mention here that your community is not the space for you to be held. What I want to say with that is that if you're at the moment in a difficult situation, I would not recommend you share the situation, talk about the situation if you don't have a learning at the end. So if you're just complaining that your husband is being mean to you, without having a teaching attached to it, then you're using your community as the shoulder to cry on. That is not being a leader. So every time that you share a challenge, you want to make sure that there is some teaching that is obvious that they can uh, take away, okay? So share your challenges, share your problems, but always with this turnaround of what you have learned from it and what your community can learn from it. This is about being intentional about what you are sharing. Now, for me, one of the very big differences in between being an authority and being a leader is that authority feels like something is being forced upon me versus being a leader feels like something that I'm invited to. So when I perceive someone as an authority, I usually, to be honest, have some kind of rejection within. Even though I, I take everything that this authority says very serious and I might... I might be more tackled by it than by someone I don't see as an authority, but within, in my heart, I have a rejection to this person because I don't like to be forced into anything. And authority is this power which does come from the ego, okay? A leader has a lot of power, but the power rises from the being. It arises from the vision. Versus the power of an authority comes from the ego. And to me, it feels like this big, heavy coat that someone is trying to put over my head. Now, being an authority is not only that. You can be a leader and be have an authority in your field as well, which will then come from all of the knowledge that you have created throughout the year. So um, if you're, for example, a health coach, you might become not only a leader, but an authority over time because of all the things that you have achieved in the past. I'm not saying here that authority is something negative straight away. What I'm saying is we have to be careful with authority. If you want to be a leader, have a look at how you're showing up. If you're trying to force something upon other people or if you're trying to or if you're inviting into your space. So this one thing is really trying to pull in and the other thing is opening up and being receptive. It's up to you what you want to be. I'm not saying something is worse than the other. I just want to open up this conversation with you so that you can build your own opinion on that. Me personally, I'm going for being a leader because I have a vision. I want to create a whole new a 
whole new culture of leadership, a whole new generation of women, of empowered female entrepreneurs who are leading their empires, their businesses to seven figures and beyond in a way that it feels good and they make a very important impact on this world. So I have this vision to create this movement. So I am the leader of this movement. I am also an authority in my field for sure for all the knowledge that I have in yoga and yogic therapy, in yogic psychotherapy, in all of the branding, in the business world, in the web design for sure. But this is not what I'm focusing on. This is a byproduct. I'm focusing on being the leader. And this is an energy that you put up there. And being a leader... And now we're coming to the difference between being and becoming. Being a leader is a decision that you take and it's an energy that you put out there. So being a leader is saying that I am the leader. It's not about I will be the leader once I have reached this certification. You might become this authority, but you are not becoming a leader through another certification. You are the leader because you decide to do so and you show up in this energy. It's about confidence. It's about authenticity and it is about determination to your vision. It's about dedication. And to be honest, being a leader comes with so many challenges. I mean, there's so many things coming up for me daily about self-worthiness, about showing up, about self-doubts, about doubts in my vision. They all come up. They come up for everyone. And I want you to know that, my love. I really want you to know that. Like, know this down. Everyone has those doubts, even the big ones, like the ones that have reached those multiple seven-figure businesses. Even they struggle with the doubts. And really the only thing that is changing is the way that you're handling these doubts. So for me, those doubts, they come up like I am doubting my vision sometimes, to be honest. Yes. And I believe this to be a pretty human thing, you know? This is something that our mind does. And this is something that I really learned in my own study of yoga. This is the nature of your mind, the nature of your mind is to shoot yourself, like to bombard yourself with thoughts and to bombard yourself with doubts. And we can get into this in just a second. But what I wanted to say here is that you are like these doubts, they will always be there, but it's your choice if you are acting upon them, if you are identifying with those doubts or if you allow them to pass through you. Okay, I'm going to repeat this because this is so important. These doubts, they will always be there, but it is the power that they have over you is the power that you give them. And it's if you identify with those doubts, if you identify with these fears, then they have a power over you. But if you acknowledge them for what they are, they are just a thought. They're just a thought. They're not real. They're not unreal. They just exist. It's just a thought. And they become real the moment that you identify with them. But you don't have to. You have the choice. And that is the beauty about human consciousness. You have the choice. You have the choice to identify with this doubt or not to. Now, if your past 
has taught you to identify with these doubts, it will seem like you don't have another choice. It will seem like because you have never been heard as a child that it's obvious that no one is going to listen to you as an adult. It's not like that. You're reinventing yourself every single moment of your existence. The thing is that most of us do it unconsciously, but there's nothing that is, that is absolute from your past. It's nothing really sticking to you. You choose to identify with all of these characteristics and all these traits, all these doubts, all these fears, every single moment of your existence again and again and again. And your mind has gotten accustomed to it. Like it got used to it. It got used to identify with it. And so it is doing that on autopilot. But you can delete this autopilot. It's a decision. This is where NLP gets so powerful and also yoga does. And this is why I'm so happy about what I'm able to offer to my one-on-one clients. Because in NLP, you have the chance to really rewrite the program that your mind is running on. You can literally shift a limiting belief in a matter of 10 minutes. And yoga does a really profound work because yoga shows you what your essence is. With yoga, you can de-identify from all this human drama that is going on on a daily basis, on a minutely basis. So these doubts that you are not If you're struggling with stepping up into the leader that you want to be, I want you to know, and this might be a hard one to take in, but I want you to know that you're choosing not to, that you're choosing to doubt yourself. And these doubts, they are not absolute at all. They are just a thought and you can let them go. It's a decision. Okay. Now I, I, I wanted to, I did not plan on this, but let's just have a look very quickly why your mind is shooting all these doubts at you all the time. And it is basically because your ego, and I'm not talking about this evil entity. When I talk about ego, I talk about this character, this role that you are in right now. Like this me, Kiara, talking to you that is my ego. Yes, I believe that when I start talking, because I don't prep anything when I start recording, when I start talking, it's just like source flowing through me, but that's just my own personal opinion. But Kiara, the character right here, that is my ego. So you listening to me, the character, the role that you are in interacting with the world, that is your ego. Now your ego is not absolute. Your ego is not true. That whole construct of what you perceive yourself to be is just that. It's an abstract construct of identifications. So your persona only lives off by identifying with certain traits and certain characteristics. This means that every time that you step outside of your comfort zone, that you step outside of the limitations that you believe yourself to have, or even think about overcoming those limitations, your ego is scared to die. Because if you prove those limitations wrong, you prove a part of its existence wrong. So you're putting its existence into danger. 
And this is why your ego will always try to sabotage you. It will always try to bring you out of your, like it will always try to keep you inside of your comfort zone and talk you out of your dreams about these big, big visions. And it's really, really important for you to know that because once again, those doubts, those things, they come up all the time. And knowing that now that it's kind of your, it's your ego trying to survive, it will be so much easier for you now to handle those doubts because you know it's just your ego trying to survive. It's not truth. It's not your truth anymore because you decide not to identify with that anymore. And you will see that over time it will get so much easier. The more you choose to show up as the leader in your field, the easier it will get over time. And maybe at the beginning it will feel like you're faking it. But then after the second, third, fourth time, you will feel how this energy is expanding. And that is just the most beautiful thing ever. Because if you have this vision, then it's your purpose to show up as this leader. You are meant to show up as this leader. So when you finally step up to be this leader, this is where your purpose unfolds. And there is nothing more beautiful than that. So being a leader is about a decision that you take. It's about an energy that you cultivate every single moment of you showing up for your community. And being a leader also means to take yourself out of the game. It's not about you anymore. It's about that vision that you want to bring into the world. One of my, like, one of the phrases that have become my favorite slogan is self-doubt is selfish. This phrase came to me one time when I was self-doubting myself. And I was like, no, Kiara, your self-doubt is so selfish. Because that thing, that movement that I'm creating is so much bigger than me. It's not about me anymore. I'm becoming the tool for it to become manifest. But it's not about me. So me doubting myself, that's so selfish. And it's the same for you, even though right now you might feel like you're too small for this vision that you have, that it's just a stupid childish dream, that it will never become reality. But you only think that because society has taught you so, because there are so many voices telling you that you're crazy. And I don't even want to tell you how many people have told me that I'm crazy. I'm still here. I'm creating this movement because I chose to believe into myself. And truth be told, to be totally like transparent and honest here, I think if it wouldn't have been for three people, four people in my life, I would have not gone through with all of this. And maybe these people don't even know about this. And some I have told, but sometimes it's those encounterings, those phrases that maybe even strangers tell you that would remind you what you're here for. And I want you to keep your ears and eyes open for that. The universe is reaffirming to you that you are on the right path, but you need to listen. You need to be willing to to really take this motivation in and to, to accept the greatness of yours, to accept your excellence. And this is what we coaches are here for as well. So if you choose to work with me, one of the big parts of my work is to assure that you freaking believe in yourself because you're freaking worth it and your self-doubt is so selfish. 
So you becoming the leader, you being the leader of your community is about taking yourself out of the picture. Do your work, do your inner work so that the movement you're creating is free to flow through you. So being a leader is a decision. And this is why it's being a leader, not becoming a leader, because you choose to be a leader now. And I want to repeat this to you. You do not have to have any certification, any whatsoever social proof that you might believe right now that you need to be taken serious. If you take yourself serious, other people will take you serious. And what I really want to like put a weight on like really stress here is that being a leader also means to know that not every person needs to work with you not every person will resonate with you and that is fine you are not here to please everyone you are here to create a movement and to invite those people that resonate with those this movement that have a similar vision and yours to get them on board but not by convincing them so not but by inviting them by opening up this space so you're kind of becoming this current like you are one of the first drops to, for this beautiful river to flow. You're paving the way for this river to flow. But you're not this, this pushy human being trying to create more current to flow and to like this greedy human being who is harnessing all of this beautiful river. Okay. You are here to invite others to flow with you, but not to push them into anything. And this is the same with your clients. You are not here to convince anyone to work with you. So being a leader, being an authentic leader really comes down to, to generating a pure acceptance of who you are and to show up in this empowered way. Because true empowerment is not coming from this overly confidence or from listening to a billion pep talks. True confidence comes from True empowerment comes from acknowledging who you are and accepting, unconditionally accepting this beautiful being that you are. Because you are so beautiful. And all these doubts, they're just noise. They're just noise from your ego. These are noises from your traumas, from your upbringing, from social, social constructs. But they're just noises. Between that, underneath that, there's this beautiful white radiant pearl that is your core. And this core has so much beauty and has a message to share with the world. I created a uh, Instagram live about this. I will I will tag it in the in the episode notes so you can have a look at it if you're interested in really listening more about the core of your being. So summing all of this up, a leader inspires others, a leader influences through generosity, a leader invites to follow along, a leader opens a space for others to surrender and to really believe in their own visions and to show them the way, but not in a way to say that this is how you have to do it. A leader inspires to find their own way. It's he's showing the way. She's showing the way. A leader is authentic. A leader is sovereign. And a leader takes care of herself. 
Because how are you going to show up in your brightest potential if you're not filled up? So this has been a really big part for me is to take care of myself, to really see and to trust in my big vision, but to know that I only reach this big vision not by working my ass off and working long nights, waking up early and hustling all day long while trying to be there for my family and my little daughter as well, but by taking care of myself, by resting, by t practicing yoga, by practicing meditation, pranayama, and to go out into nature to enjoy playing with my daughter. Because a leader is filled up, a leader knows of her own worth. And by knowing of your own worth, you're in like naturally inspiring others to know of theirs as well. So I would love for you to share with me if you're wanting to be an authority or if you're wanting to be a leader in your field just tag me at Kiara Prala and just share with me your greatest outtakes of this episode for me this is a super interesting conversation and if you would like to hear more about it just let me know just direct message me and also if you feel like you need some support in stepping up into this role of your leader and eliminating all of these limiting beliefs. And also, like for me, a lot of the confidence has come with the clarity because a leader is confident and a leader knows where you are leading your people, right? So there's this, there's this certain kind of clarity that you need to develop on your path. And this is what I'm so passionate about helping you. So if you feel like you need this structure so that you can expand into your brightest potential and you really want to develop this, this clear roadmap for your own vision, then get in contact with me. I will tag the link also down below in this, uh, in the episode notes, because I'm now offering six weeks intensives that are perfect for that. That's one-on-one. -on -one, and I can really, really assist you and support you in finding your own way and stepping up to be this leader and to communicate your worth, your value, and your vision to your community in a way that they understand it. So let me know on Instagram at Clara Prala. Take a screenshot of this episode, share it to your stories, tag me and let me know what your greatest outtake was. I want you to know that if you have a big dream, if you have a big vision, trust it, go after it, keep it as your baby tree. It's a baby tree that you're protecting right now until it grows strong, until this vision, this goal has grown as a strongest tree. You want to protect this baby tree and only share it with people that nurture it, that water it and give sunshine to it. Protect your baby tree from people that step on it because they haven't learned how to dream big. That being said, I hope that you have a beautiful, beautiful day. And I'm so excited to hear from you on Instagram or in my emails to keep this conversation going. Namaste, G. love that was quite a ride my heart is so full thank you for being with me here today and if you loved what you heard it would mean the world to me if you would take a screenshot share it to your socials tag me at Chiara Prala and leave me a little review here on the app so that the algorithm can pump us up and more souls can receive this activating message 
Thank you again for sharing this space with me and I'll see you back here next week.